Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. If tomorrow all the things were gone I'd work for all my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away an American where at least I know I'm free and I won't forget the men who died who gave that right to me and I gladly stand up next to you and defend her still today cause there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA From the lakes of Minnesota to the hills of Tennessee, across the plains of Texas, from sea to shining sea, from Detroit down to Houston and New York to LA, well there's pride in every American heart and it's time we stand and say. an American where at least I know I'm free and I won't forget the men who died who gave that right to me and I gladly stand up next to you and defend her still today cause there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA All right, good morning, good evening, good afternoon Wherever you are in the world, my name is Josh That's Vince Tagliavia And wipe those tears away Woo, that was a good one that was a good one. Always. Yeah, guys, listen. If you're new here, this is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. We are live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Monday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, 8 p.m. on Tuesdays. Uh, we're live on 8 p.m. on Tuesdays because I do another show at 9.30 p.m. on American Media Periscope's Rumble channel, which is live, called 
um, Amp After Hours tonight. That's called Cue the Storm. This one is called Into the Storm. And it's going to be, I guess, maybe... maybe that's not going to be two-part, but we're going to talk about a lot of similar things tonight. And we're going to talk about what does it mean about Into the Storm and what is Into the Storm in context and why is that important now. Um, but if you're new here to the Red Pill Project, this is where we talk about the unfolding global conspiracy. This is where we talk about the communism that is taking over America, the infiltration of our social, our cultural, our political, our academic uh, domains, the collapse of our infrastructure and supply chain and the leading up to global economic collapse and kinetic World War III, because we've been in World War III for quite a while, but it's been the silent war, if you all remember that. And, you know, we've been talking about how there is going to be a firestorm event and how this firestorm event is going to unravel faster and faster and faster to a drip, drip, drip flood. And we are coming to that point right now. It seems like we are kind of in the drip, drip phase beginning in June and July. And then in August, things got really, really hot. And we understand that August is typically a hot month. And that is the indication that gain is on. Now, excuse me. We are waiting for, um, obviously, big day is going to be Thursday with Donald Trump being arraigned and seeing what happens with that specifically. Um, we know that he has a Trump card to play. We don't know how he's going to play it, what it is specifically he's going to play. From people that I've talked to, um, pretty much everybody's assured that this is some type of documentation that he has or some type of military investigation that was done into the sense of voter fraud, kind of what Jan Hapler, um, Hapler was talking about, Helper, Helper was talking about. Um, although I don't agree fully with what she has said, I do agree that there was some special military operation looking into that. And we've proven that on our episodes last week, the Trump card. So with everything that's unraveling right now, we understand that these people, need distractions. Joe Biden is being investigated. Hunter Biden is being investigated. They're going to push for impeachment after congressional uh, recess is over in September. We are looking for impeachment of Joe Biden, Mayorkas, Ray of the FBI, and many, many more. Um, And then we see today that Jack Smith, the special prosecutor going against Donald Trump for political weaponization, plans on actually indicting all the members of Congress who contested the 2020 election. This would be the ones that stood up and contested that in live in Congress on January 6th, so on and so forth. And this reminds me of what happened, Vince, in Ukraine after the special military operation when Russia went in. And uh, Ukraine immediately went in and arrested all of their political opposition saying that they were Russian sympathizers. And a lot of those people have since just disappeared. Uh, So if, if Jack Smith makes this move, Um, I'm telling you, we are going to be um, on the brink of civil war if we are not already on that brink of civil war right now. And I think that this is a very, very, very serious time for our country because we have the federal government, which is no holds barred. They don't care. They are going full retard. They are just going to stop at nothing. And the draconian force of the U.S. government is in full effect, and it is coming for you. It is coming for your rights, your liberties, your freedoms. The question is, is how long is it going to take for the leaders of these movements, for these people who, whose words we hang upon, are going to stand up and say, no more. That's it. 
this we take it back our country and we take it back today. You know, I pulled up a post that I find probably one of the most important times because we, we started with that Lee Greenwald song and you know it, it hits the heart when you start. Um yes, Roxy, I know I said this was gonna happen six months after Biden took office, and, and it's been happening since then. We had all the food processing, manufacturing, distribution facilities catch on fire, all the supply chain disruptions, the infrastructure attacks, and it's just continued and it's getting worse and worse and worse. And if you look at the fires going around, you can see it. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, but with the reminder of America, this, this is not America, people. You have to understand that the country you are living in right now, this is not America. And we can argue the Act of 1871, the Civil War of 65, uh, the Federal Reserve 1913, or the bankruptcy in 1933, if all those things really changed what America was. And I would say no, because what America is, is the heart, the mind, the courage, and the passion behind its people. And for a very long time, from 1940 up until the 1990s, those people, made an impact and a mark on the world. And then this globalist, tyrannical, oligarchical, controlled, technocratic state started rolling in. And things changed drastically, specifically after September 11th. But I, I will read this post, and it's 4559. It's one that I've read here multiple different times. It's one that I'm absolutely, probably one of my favorite posts. And I love reading it. There was a time when our children stood at attention and with pride put their hand on their heart and in one united voice recited the Pledge of Allegiance. There was a time when strength and honor meant something. There was a time when standing for our flag meant something. There was a time when our history, our heritage, was taught with pride and respect. There was a time when respect was given to those who served, bled, and died to protect and defend our freedom. There was a time when we were grateful. There was a time when our accomplishments meant something. There was a time when these United States of America, one nation under God, were united. There was a time when these United States of America, one nation under God, was united under the American flag. A flag that was carried into battle by brave patriots as a symbol of freedom and justice for all, no matter race, religion, or background. A beacon of hope when flown. A mark of respect for their memory and those who willfully sacrificed their lives to defend. There was a time when we, the people, decided our future. There was a time when we, the people, had a voice. There was a time when we, the people, were united and strong. There was a time when the media was free from political bias and corruption. There was a time when our elected leaders stood their ground, dug in, and defended those they represented. How many men and women in uniform are currently serving on the front lines abroad only to look back in horror to see their homeland on fire, quite literally? What does the word patriot mean to you? Land of the free, home of the brave. Now is not the time to be complacent. Will you answer the call? Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on for them to do the same. Or one day we will spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it was once like in the United States. Men were free. Ronald Reagan. You know, I'd like to say that we're at this precipice. I'd like to say that we are at that point, but, you know, I think that many of us are at that precipice moment. Many of us are ready. Um, I posted a lot 
today on Twitter in, in response to a lot of things that are happening right now in the world. And one of the things that I posted, <clears throat> excuse me, let me pull it up here, is I think critically important to understand for everybody. Because, number one, there's something happening here. There's a movement bigger than you and me that is unfolding. It's not just us. It's people in and around the world who are uniting upon the common accord, who are coming together for freedom. They understand that this is humanity's last stand. They understand that there is no second chances, that we are at that point specifically to where if we sit and do nothing, humanity will fall into a thousand years of darkness. And I can't find necessarily what I said, but I know it went something specifically around this idea. We have come to that point in history where politicians no longer give a flying fuck about the voice, the will of the people. They will do what they want when they want. They will sell out America at every corner and to every country. We have come to that point in time where there is about to be a massive collaborative attack on America under the guise of weather weaponization, global warming, biological warfare, economic warfare, and it will be blamed on you. You will be the cause of that problem from their mouths. And it is going to be at that point that the men who just wanted to be left alone come out of the dark crevices to where the lion who sleeps in the cave comes out pissed off and looking for blood. I'm telling you, we are very, very close to that time. And I'm not that person who condones any of these actions, but I'm telling you from rumblings I'm hearing from people, people I know and understand very, very well, that time is very, very close, especially with this crap that they're about to pull. And I think we all know about what that crap is. Let's listen to uh, Colonel McGregor's final words when he was talking with, talking with Tucker Carlson just the other night. And this is an epic interview. If you have not seen it, I highly recommend watching it. But let's listen to this. But in the meantime, hundreds of millions, billions of dollars continue to flow into this black hole called Ukraine, which I think is an exercise in fraud deceit and criminality, we blunt. So when's it going to stop? When are we going to take care of Hawaii? Let's go back to Ohio where we had the derailment and the chemical spill. 4,000 human beings living in this area. The water is still not fit to drink, as I understand it. We wouldn't even invest the money to move those people to a safer area, even if it meant temporary housing or permanent housing until this thing was cleaned up. What have we done? This is the problem. It is America last on every level. The last people who are consulted, the last people who are benefiting from anything that goes on in Washington are Americans. This cannot go on. It's got to end. And I think it will end. But unfortunately, it's like everything else. 
we're going to have to be pushed over the cliff into the abyss. I think that's where we're headed. Pushed over the cliff into the abyss. Does that not sound like precipice? Yeah, that's what it is. It's exactly what it is. And, and you know, this isn't to strike fear in anybody, and I totally know where you're coming from. And the point you made about blaming people, the thing that's scary about that is when people are blamed for the climate change and people are blamed for people getting sick and dying because we all know people have compromised immune systems from the jabs and many other things, health-wise, diet, other medications, you name it. That's why people are dying. When the fingers pointed at you and me, the brainwashed zombie cult is going to react, right? Mm-hmm. That's the, that's civil war. I mean, talk about terrorism. That's frightening. Well, you are absolutely right. <clears throat> and if you go into the Firestorm event that I've talked about, one thing I talked about was social and cultural destabilization, right? Of oh, yeah. how these crimes... Basically, George Soros, DAs, basically not prosecuting violent crimes, governors allowing prisoners out early, the reduction in these highly violent crimes. When shit, SHTF, shit hits the fan, these people are going to start coming into your neighborhoods. These people are going to start coming out everywhere. And guess what? We are seeing more and more violent crimes all throughout the country. This is in this is 45 minutes away from where I live in Minneapolis. The surveillance video is brutal. A group of people on the Target Field Plaza start punching a man, then jumping on him, stripping off his pants and stealing from his pockets, God. throwing a potted plant on him, then running him over with a bicycle. Oh I don't think God. I have ever seen anything like what I saw at Target Field. Ken Sherman, owner of Seven Steakhouse and Sushi on Hennepin Avenue, has long been a critic of the amount of crime-fighting resources spent downtown. He thinks these videos recorded in August, while shocking, are important for the public to see. Look, stealing is one thing, but the level of viciousness goes far beyond anything I think any of us who are civil people imagine. A second video given to CARE 11 this week shows a group surrounding a man at 5th and Hennepin, snatching his cell phone, then beating him senseless. And Sherman is now releasing yet another video recorded in July of the same thing happening to two men in that same area. Police recently arrested 16 people allegedly involved in these incidents. At this time last year, there had been 150... All right. So what is going on in the city uh, of Minneapolis? It's gang initiation. Hmm. So basically, the gangs are now targeting white people Hmm. in Minneapolis as part of their gang initiations. So you're going to see a lot, lot more of this. And he's right. It's viciousness. It's hatred. And it's hatred perpetuated by a false ideology of a political agenda. It's only going to get worse to that level and degree. Now, for those that don't understand how this works, in 2020, there was a COVID PSYOP was released. This sparked panic and fear and anxiety within the lives of millions upon millions of people throughout this country. That panic, fear, and anxiety anxiety was utilized to push out and propagate in 2021 the vaccine. Now, if you go back to 2020, was the virus even that harmful? No, it actually wasn't. 
It was no more common or no more harmful than the flu. And we know this because they literally took the flu numbers and converted them into COVID deaths. They literally, during that whole time, all deaths from pneumonia, all deaths from the flu were incorporated into COVID, which means that they didn't have the death rate numbers that they wished for. And Donald Trump was reiterated in March saying, I saved 2.5 million lives by the actions that I took. And he knew exactly what he was saying by that. Now, 2021 comes out and the vaccine bioweapon was released and mandated. Hmm. 2022, immunosuppression begins to affect all those who are jabbed. And we're seeing this died suddenly. We're seeing turbo cancers. We're seeing people who are immunosuppressed are getting all types of different illnesses and diseases and no doctors in the public mainstream are coming out and speaking out against us. They'll say it's genetic before they say anything else. Yeah. Now in 2023, which is now, a new variant has been released. I think there's two of them. There's, um, uh, what is it? SB 2.86, and then there's also EG 5.5 Eris. So there's two of them. BA 2.86. BA BA 2.86. And then there's Eris. I think they might be the same variant, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I've heard it. I've heard multiple, probably more than even those two. But yeah, here it comes. Here it comes. And what does this mean? Today, Warren Buffett come, came out and said, a pandemic much greater and deadlier than the last one is about to hit humanity. I wonder what he knows. How, you know, the guy that's, you know, funding the World Economic Forum, buddy, buddy with George Soros, multi-billionaire, he's a pedo. Wonder what he knows. We can only imagine. Well, you know, this seems to happen every hundred years and it's only, oh wait, it's been two years. I don't know. How could he possibly know? So the new variant is released to begin depopulation of those immunosuppressed and produce a black swan event, de-dollarization, economic collapse, and the beginning of kinetic warfare. That means, like Donald Trump said, 2024, precipice. 2024, the final battle. You know, and I'm not, I'm not scared. I'm not worried about the outcome of this. Because you know what? I know their game plan. We're on the brink of a polycrisis. How worried should we be? We know exactly what they're going to do. We know their two-year plan, their 10-year plan. We know that they're going to utilize weather warfare, weather manipulation, they're going to blame it on you. You got to remember, their, their objective, okay, is to say that these pandemic, these viruses, this is happening because you, because your carbon footprint, because you're eating meat and you like pigs and, and cows and you like eating that stuff. And so, so because of that, we have to take a lot of this stuff to keep them alive and it's just not good for the planet. And so the planet's reacting by, by climate change and le- releasing viruses. You remember uh, the the movie, The Happening? Do you remember this movie, Hollywood movie, The Happening? No, I don't. Groups of people all throughout the world were mysteriously dying. It's an M. Night Shyamalan movie. movie. People all throughout the world were dying, and they couldn't figure out what it was. It was a pandemic, but it was like geographic. It was like a whole group of a 1,000 people would die in a specific area, and then it would go away. 
And then a thousand miles away, people would die. They didn't know what it was. And they found out what it was is that nature became weaponized against humanity. And flowers and plants started producing toxic substances that would kill human beings in a group and then go back to their natural order of things. This is what they're going to try to pin on you. They want to make nature off limits. They want you out of nature. Because if you're out of nature, if you don't have land to run free upon, this is why you will own nothing and you will like it. That means that you are contained into a new prison. You are contained within their 15-minute cities. Your mind will be encapsulated into a digital slave matrix. The last matrix, our last prison, was law. Law is the way that they enslaved humanity. Slaves by law. This happened specifically 1864, 1865, 1871, 1884, 1913, 1933, specifically, where all that happened, where you became a basically a legal entity and fallen under the rule of law and become a slave to this country. Now they're transitioning that. They're taking that foundation of legality and pushing it now into a war zone to where you are the enemy of nature and they need to protect you. They need to help you. They need to save you. And that's going to come about after the majority of the population is cold. I just read reports the other day of the European Union is going to call thousands upon thousands of cattle and pigs throughout all of Europe to reduce carbon emissions. We're heading into this new pandemic. I wonder, I wonder how this thing's going to mutate. What have they been saying? What have they been saying in the, in the news? Oh, it's radically mutated and we have no idea how. Oh, yeah. They said, yeah, I heard this exact thing on the radio. They said there's a bunch of genetic mutations, like dozens of them. Right. Now, you know what I do is I go back to this interview on Dell Bigtree from 2020 Mm -hmm. with Gert Vandenbosch. Anybody who remembers Gert Vandenbosch, he he was friends with Malone and all these guys. He's still around. He worked for the Bill Melinda Gates Foundation. He worked for Gavi under the Bill Melinda Gates Foundation. He was the head vaccinologist for the German government. He was the first one to come out and say, don't take this vaccine. Stop now. Get this thing off the market. He was the first one. Why? Because he said that it produces immunosuppression. Not only immunosuppression, but progressive immunosuppression. That means that when you get sick, it weakens your immune system. But your immune system never strengthens after that. And then when you get sick again, it weakens your immune system until you have full-blown AIDS and die. Then he said, specifically, when you allow the COVID-19 virus to enter into a body of somebody who's immunosuppressed, you're giving it free reign to mutate. And he said, the vaccine that you got was basically genetically specific to one strand. So another strand comes in and it's like a big old football player. It runs right by that big old football player and they're not going to block him. And that he says that's going to allow the environment over two to three years 
of these viruses to begin to mutate and become even deadlier. Hmm. Now, interesting enough, I remember this in October of 2022. This specifically was October 23rd, 2022. Catastrophic contagion. The training tabletop exercise is based on a fictional scenario. Sure. The inputs experts use for modeling and potential impacts were fictional. It is a teaching and training resource for public health and government organizations. And this was hosted by uh, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the World Health Organization, and John Hopkins University. Now, what was this specifically? Well, let's let's watch a little video and, and, and hear what they have to say. says 25 is spreading within 50 countries. The total number of cases to date is estimated at 100,000. Over- okay, I want to stop right here. <clears throat> now, you got to remember, they called this thing Sears 25. Okay? Yeah. Now, Sears, a seer, yeah. is what? It's like if somebody with foresight. Foresight. Typically, they were called astrologers. In ancient antiquity. Okay. What conversation did we talk about just the other day with this new variant? It's named Eris, which next month on September 23rd, Eris, the protoplanet, actually comes into a major nodal point of the moon on the autumn equinox, signifying the bringing of discord, disharmony, and chaos. The 1,300 deaths. Many of the dead are children. Our goal today is to highlight some of the specific challenges that we as a global community can face in a future pandemic. Catastrophic Contagion is a policy-focused tabletop aimed at national leaders. The scenario is meant to represent the types of challenges that we may face and not uh, be a prediction of any specific event. So our scenario, which is set in 2025, supposes that an international network called the Pandemic Corps has been established in collaboration with WHO and with participation by many countries. And with that, the exercise begins. I want to thank you all for coming on short notice. As you know, the World Health Organization is receiving urgent requests for guidance regarding the new enterovirus outbreak in Latin America. Early projections suggest that a severe pandemic is possible if the epidemic is not quickly contained. I want to just go back a little bit here. Nueva Esperanza, September 16th, first case developed symptoms. September 19th, first case admitted to hospital. September 30th, first cluster identified and reported to the WHO. San Rafael, first case develops, first case admitted to the hospital, October 10th, outbreak reported to WHO. Why are those dates important? Uh, I guess just the time of year. Next month. Not quickly contained. A newly developed PCR-based diagnostic is already in use at national public health laboratories in both countries under emergency authorization. 
And you can damn well be sure that they already have created all the PCR tests for these new variants. But testing capacity remains severely limited. Because community transmission is currently limited to these two countries, some experts believe containment is still possible. So the question for our first discussion here in this group is should WHO recommend countries implement robust travel restrictions for Nueva Esperanza and San Rafael? And should WHO recommend closing schools in the affected areas of those countries? Okay. Notice how they take the approach of the WHO taking the lead on the policy and restrictions. Yep. Wait a minute. Didn't we, wasn't there some like, I, I remember a conversation like, wasn't Joe Biden supposed to sign in an agreement? Well, it was a treaty, WHO treaty, but then they changed it to agreement because U.S. law forbids Joe Biden to enter into a treaty without Senate, Senate approval. So they changed it to an agreement and Joe Biden signed it. Which gives our medical rights, our medical freedoms up to the WHO, which it doesn't really because that's unconstitutional and um, go ahead and fucking try WHO. You're not going to, you're not going to, yeah, it'll, it'll turn out bad for you. Okay. But let's just say this. We know their playbook. I don't, you know, I, maybe this is just a scare event. Maybe this is just, they're trying to fake us out. Get your ivermectin ready. Get your hydroxychloroquine ready. I'm telling yeah, you. All of it. If they move forth with this shit, you better be ready. Because I'm telling you, this one, when it comes around, it's not going to be like the last one. Okay? It's not going to be like the last one. This one will fuck you up. That's my thoughts on this. It's possible. Not, we don't know, but it is very possible. Well, I can tell you why. Because the amount of mutations that it's going to go through, going through all these immunocompromised people, it's going to infect healthy people as well. And this is what will call, cause it to spread like wildfire. So buckle up dorothy kansas is going bye-bye i hope not i hope we are wrong i hope that none of this happens i hope that september october november december are just great times and like we're all partying and hanging out and doing these broadcasts but i have a feeling that we're about to see some shit hit the fan so on top of that we have the BRICS nations all meeting up today Putin says de-dollarization is inevitable. It is already in progress. Okay? If that's not Putin saying we've waged economic warfare against the West and we're winning. That, that's basically what he just said. They haven't announced anything in the sense of their global reserve currency yet, but we can expect that in the next few days. The Ukraine war is heating up. Ukraine had launched two drones into Moscow. They were intercepted by fighter jets. And uh, Russia has a technology. And I think that this is one part of why the U.S. is engaged in this proxy war. We remember the Kremlin videos where the drones got close and all of a sudden they blew up kind of above the Kremlin. And now we're seeing that... Uh, 
the Kremlin said that these fighter jets were dispatched to uh, basically jam these drones and they blew up over the Black Sea or something. It seems that Russia has some type of electromagnetic weapon. That, that's what I'm getting. Is they have the ability to jam the crap out of U.S. technology sensors as well as basically shoot drones out of the air and just let them drop which is a pretty highly advanced technology. So the U.S. is not stopping with that. We have the F-16s on their way to Ukraine, which is the red line that Putin said do not cross. Uh, the economic alliance between the BRICS nations is being refortified right now at the Durban summit. With that being said, what we see come out of that is more of a dependency alliance, a codependent alliance. Now, Vince, why is a codependent alliance, economic codependent alliance, incredibly important for the BRICS, but also bad for the West? Do, do, do you see it? Because basically, when you have a codependent economic alliance, any warfare waged against a BRICS nation affects all other nations within the BRICS. So if you have codependency on economic reliance, that warfare affects everybody which means that all those countries now are your allies in warfare. And so BRICS basically is taking the next step towards military alliance. And we knew that that was already there, but now it's really being fortified with this level of codependency. And the codependency comes about because of the de-dollarization. People are like, well, how is it codependent? Because they're going to go out and start trading upon their own global reserve currency and basically shutting the dollar out, the dollar will basically, the United States and the West will throw sanctions on them, which the dollar, since they don't utilize the dollar, will no longer work. But if they have to resort back to the dollar, those sanctions come into play. So if Russia goes to war with the United States, all the other BRICS nations have to join in and we truly get a world war. Now, I don't want this to happen. I don't want anybody. I don't think anybody wants this to happen, but it's becoming very, very close. Uh, North Korea has warned the United States that the drills with Japan and South Korea could trigger thermal nuclear war. So this is what North Korea is warning the United States. The U.S. has urged North Korea to call off its unlawful satellite launch. Now, I find this kind of interesting. North Korea is planning to launch another satellite just three months after its first attempt to put a military eye in the sky failed, prompting condemnation from Tokyo and Seoul. The launch is set to take place between August 24th and the 31st. Pei Wang um, told Japan's Coast Guard Tuesday that Tokyo mobilizing ships and its Pac-3 missile defense system in case it lands in their territory. Seoul said it will launch will be an illegal act because it violates UN sanctions prohibiting the North from tests using ballistic missile technology, which is used for both space launches and missiles. North Korea's so-called satellite launch is a clear violation of UN Security Council resolutions, no matter what excuses North Korea tries to make. L let me help you out here. The United Nations Security Council. When was the last time that they recognized North Korea? Sent no aid idea. to North Korea, help North Korea in any way, Never. shape, or form? Never. So, so is, in a sense, does North Korea give a shit what the UN is or who it is? They're never invited to any of the meetings. So North Korea is not in violation of anything. 
South Korea is claiming that they're in violation of their own sanctions, basically. North Korea can do whatever the hell they want. That's a free country. <laughs> free country to do what they want, not free country. But I disagree with But you see how the media manipulates that message? Yeah. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. it's wrong. The African Union has now suspended Niger over the coup um, as 12 troops have died in a new attack. Um, this is moving towards military action where Nigeria and other basically Western uh, sponsored countries are going to try to go into Niger and free it from the freedom fighters who've taken it over and have the people support. Yeah. Cool. Because there is a ton of uh, rare earth minerals. There's a ton of gold and other types of oil and stuff there that uh, Russia and China have made negotiations with, with this current coup Niger government and uh, promised to build roads and towns and help these people benefit themselves. And the West doesn't like that. The West is like, no, those are ours and your people well, need to stay poor. Well, the West is dependent on those resources now. So if that shifts, mm -hmm. it really uh, puts the West on the downside for the world war. Yep. 14 U.S. cities initiate new globalist climate plan in partnership with Soros and the Clintons. The C40 Cities Climate Leadership Group is a globalist enterprise. Well, these 14 partners right here in the U.S., and they have set the ambitious target to convince the masses to give up meat, dairy, private car ownership, as well as almost all flights to supposedly save the planet and control temperatures forever around the current level. The 14 cities in the U.S. have signed onto this commitment to take away freedom of choice from their citizens while people suffer under rampant crime and childs perform poorly in schools. But their priority is to take away milk, meat, and gas-powered cars. The, the cities, are you ready for this, guys? Are you ready for the cities? Austin, Texas. Boston, Massachusetts. Chicago, Illinois. Houston, Texas. Los Angeles, California. Miami, Florida. New Orleans, Louisiana, New York City, New York, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Phoenix, Arizona, Portland, Oregon, San Francisco, California, Washington, D.C., and Seattle, Washington. Now, Houston's an interesting one. I know, right? Two Texas cities. See how they do that? They infiltrate from in and they spread out. Agenda 2030 is happening. And what's up with all the fires? We have a massive fire in the Jintiande building office building in Tianjin, china we have fires raging all throughout the country we have things just going up all over the place uh this one is in kanakali turkey massive wildfire <laughs> moving towards the city and then and then what do we get today ubinus ubinus Anybody know what Obinus is? This happens to be the volcano in Peru that erupted. That volcanic eruption right there just put more carbon and harmful greenhouse gases into the atmosphere than human they're, beings would do in 100 years. They're not harmful. They're not harmful. It's what the world needs. Texans are asked to cut electricity use as wind power drops off. 
ERCOT has issued a voluntary conservation notice from 3 to 8 p.m. on August 17 due to the extreme temperatures. Uh, so it was, what, 115 in Texas. It was 106 here today in Minnesota. 106 in Minnesota. That's 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 hot. Okay? Now, why are we getting this heat wave? They're killing the crops, people. Nobody's saying it yet. You'll hear it in two weeks. After this heat wave's over, you're going to hear all about it. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be a horrible harvest. Why? Why does it happen right during the dog days of summer? Hmm. Interesting. Symbolic, maybe? Dog days of summer represent the re-rising of Orion and Cirrus, right? It dips down and then comes back up in the southern hemisphere, then comes back up. Okay. What does it represent to the ancient agrarian cultures? It meant that they were six to eight weeks away from harvest. And so this is when you have the star Cirrus and Orion, the constellation, which represented an ancient Egyptian pantheon, Osiris and Isis. Now, Isis or Cirrus was known as the dog star. So this is where you get the term, the dog days of summer. And so all of a sudden, all these fires, this massive heat wave all come during the dog days of summer. And why? Because farmers about six to eight weeks away from harvest, which means that everything is going through its final cycle. And guess what? There's massive drought all over the place in the United States right now. Water conservation is going on. They're going to be shutting down electricity. Hmm. Interesting. What's going to happen to the majority of the crops? You'll see. It's coming. So breaking news, COVID mask mandates back at multiple U.S. schools. And I wrote, uh, time to put up those second American Revolution decorations again. I just pulled down my uh, my Trump arrest decorations. I'm putting up my second American Revolution decorations. So should, should I go with the no quarter black flag or just hang the red and white and blue upside down? Either one. I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking about doing both, but it's just so much more. Human caused climate change made 2023's severe month-long fire weather conditions that powered Canada's record-breaking blazes, at least seven times more likely to happen, according to a new scientific analysis published Tuesday. You mean the arson in Canada, which has already been released that these fires were arson. If by human caused, they mean weather manipulation and modification technology controlled by a global few, then I agree. And Time Magazine this week, oh, this is April 26th to May 3rd, 2021. It's almost as if, you know, Vince, it's almost as if they just knew. Like, they were psychic or something, right? Hmm. Yep. Look at that. They knew climate was the next scam. Oh, we knew it. We knew it. We said this back in, I think, December of last year. So travelers from Japan test positive for new COVID variant BA 2.86 in Virginia, the second case of the new variant in the U.S. Um, Truth is the truth. We don't give a fuck about the new COVID strain. United States government, Biden, you still got to get the fuck out. Oh, yeah, this is uh, let's listen to this young lady and what she has to say. This is Queen Petty Lex. Queen Petty Lex. Let's listen to you. Let's hear what you have to say. 
You think people are waking up? Oh, they got all of us fucked all the way on up is what's going on. We don't give a fuck about no new COVID screen, United States government. Uh-huh, we don't give a fuck. Biden, you ass still got to get the fuck on out. You still got to pack your bags and get the fuck out. If I got to come to the White House and move you out myself, you still got to get the fuck on out. Point blank, period. We don't give a fuck about no new COVID strain. I was just thinking the other day, I hadn't heard Nathan about COVID. And then, boom, here come a new motherfucking COVID strain. We know that this shit is for the elections. We already know. We not, we not dumb no more. Thank you, TikTok and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram for allowing us to get up here and find out the truth amongst one another. Because you still going to get the fuck out back. <laughs> well, I got a new way to pronounce nothing. What? Nathan. She said, it, it Nathan. Nathan. It Nathan. <laughs> the new COVID strain ain't Nathan. <laughs> And there we go. Legendary investor Warren Buffett predicts a new pandemic worse than COVID. And he's not the only one. Because Ray Dalio has been calling this for a while. Steve Kirsch today. Mandates are back. The scientific scientific data doesn't matter. It's about fear. No debates on the decisions are allowed. This was uh, Morris Brown College has reinstated its COVID-19 mask mandates due to reports of positive cases amongst students in the Atlantic University Center. And I said this, and this is what everybody needs to remember. Do not comply. Stand your ground. Fortify your convictions. Begin collaborating with like-minded. If a business is enforcing this, enter with large groups who will not comply. Remember what happened last time. If you work in a place that is going to enforce this, start now with getting coworkers to take part in this protest. Buckle up. They aren't screwing around this time. This is boot the neck type of shit that they're doing here. And uh, Scott Gottlieb coming out here warning of the new COVID variant. It's coming, people. I'm telling you. Look and at some all health be, concerns on the horizon as we approach the end of summer, including a rise in COVID cases and questions about updates to vaccines. We're joined now by former FDA Commissioner Dr. Scott Gottlieb. He also sits on the board of Pfizer. And it's great to have you here in person, Dr. Thanks a lot. I want to start on some news we got Thursday. Uh, the CDC announced a highly mutated strain of COVID has just shown up in Michigan, BA 2.86. How concerned does the public need to be? Well, right now, I've talked to a number of virologists who are usually pretty staid, and they're pretty concerned about this. Right now, it doesn't appear to be spreading widely. There is um, seven strains that have been identified and sequenced in five different countries, so the U.K., Denmark, Israel, and now in the U.S. We don't know whether or not this has been spreading quietly and we just didn't detect it or it's something that's spreading very quickly. The concern is that when you look at these different strains that have been identified, they're genetically very similar. So that suggests that it's probably spreading simultaneously in multiple countries. Whether or not this is going to be more transmissible than what we've seen before, that's the key question. Certainly at this point, it doesn't appear more pathogenic, so it doesn't appear to be more dangerous. But you know what? Pfizer's got their fingers crossed that it is. Guarantee that. Pfizer's like, please be the one where we get to make a new vaccine and make $100 billion. Seriously. And then Maui, you know, there's uh, I, I was not for the whole do 
directed energy weapon in Maui because a lot of the videos coming out at it were fake, right? Yes. Check this video out. And, and and I went through some of the images and, and kind of looked at this stuff. And yep, I, I saw this same trend. Check this out. Why doesn't the blue fabric burn? The aluminum. How about this video? Is literally melting out of the vehicles. I'm sure plenty of you have seen these videos that have been coming out of Maui. Of vehicles literally melting onto the street. These specifically are from Jeff Cygnus on TikTok. Like I said, the aluminum is literally melting out of the vehicles. And the melting point for aluminum is 1220 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, that's just crazy because, as you can see in this next video, none of the asphalt has melted along with this. And you would expect that to happen in fires that are reaching over 1220 degrees. And the melting point of asphalt is 343 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, how interesting. Guys, we are in the largest PSYOP ever played on humanity. I believe that this is the, the complete takeover and annihilation of, of our planet. This is what they want. Uh, insider report, hazardous debris from Lahania fire to be shipped to the U.S. mainland, according to the report. <clears throat> now, what's interesting is I said hazardous materials, you mean melted metals that they don't want to make any, uh, that don't make any sense from the fire that they tried to stop being reported on social media. How the uh, Department of Homeland Security and everybody else has been trying to stop influencers. They, they had no media zones in that whole area. Why? Because of videos like I just showed you. They don't want people learning the truth of what's really going on. Now, I believe that because of the things that Trump's doing, because of us, because of everything that we're doing here, they have sped up their agenda. They're not waiting to 2025, 2028. 2032 to bring these things about they're going to do it quick as efficient as they possibly can and they don't give a crap who gets in their way they're just going to run you over this is why we're seeing the political weaponization against donald trump so what i have to say is donald trump said 2024 is the final battle guys we're moving into the storm it's here and it's multifaceted multipolar it's us versus them and this is the final battle coming up and everything starts right now. So I'm going to go ahead and give a shout out to everybody. Oh, you got a whole bunch of people in here. Thank you so much, guys, for all the support. Uh, Forkham Dano gave us a gift of a cookie. Finally called me today. Thank you, Josh. Oh, KE finally called you today. Awesome. Glad to hear that. Um, get her done. Just donated five lemons. Thank you so much. Get her done. Slum dog gifted a can. Thank you so much. Slum dog. Grismo seven, three lemons. Thank you so much. Grismo seven P kitty 79, three lemons. Thank you so much. P kitty me, Brenda 16 month substreet. Thank you so much. Me, Brenda bayonet, two lemons, Boyd five, five, six donated one diamond. God is still in control. Absolutely. Thank you, Bayonet and Boyd. I love the beach Two ice cream. Thank you guys for all the donations. Please all definitely head on over to redpills.tv. That's our primary website. Subscribe over there. 
Curse of Q, Cat 24, One Ice Cream, Two Lemons. Thank you so much. Them, RPG 3573, One Ice Cream. Vince is throwing them in and out. Gramify Revolt, Three Lemons. All right. Um, but head on over to socialredpill.com. Tomorrow night is going to be the After Dark Q&A. Tomorrow night, because I'm leaving Thursday night. So tomorrow night, After Dark Q&A, that's Wednesday on Social Red Pill. Sign up to socialredpill.com. You can support us over there with subscription. It helps us out. It helps keep us alive and keep us doing what we're doing. Much appreciated to everybody that does help and support us. Uh, share, like, comment, follow, do that uh, as well. Check out our sponsors on redpills.tv. That's another way to help support us and also help yourself and get prepared for everything that is coming, whether it's gold and silver with Dr. Kirk Elliott at getgoldtoday.com or my Patriot Supply, getting some long-term um, food storage that lasts up to 25-year plus shelf life. That's redpills.tv slash patriot. Head on over there. Guys, I'm going to American Media Periscope's um, Amp After Hours, which is a broadcast about 30 minutes from now. Uh, tonight's show is called Cue the Storm. And if you go to AMP Space News, AMP Space News on Rumble, you will find the uh, the show information for tonight. And uh, I thought it was up there. I'm not seeing it. Uh-oh. I'm going to have to call them because I'm not seeing it up there. But Yep. If you go to AMP News, you should see uh, something about that coming up here shortly. And once we get that information up there, you'll see uh, AMP After Hours coming on at 930. And then we'll be able to rock and roll. And that show is going to be called Cue the Storm. And I think you understand what I'm going to be talking about with all of that. So much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys all take care. Have a great night. We're going to see you guys tomorrow night with another episode of the Red Pill Project Daily Dose. Thank you so much, Vince, and everybody out there. Have a good night. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me I patch the game. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's a, it's collusive. It's uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And uh, you know that's the beginning of communism.